Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scale It Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzefa, as always. And we are finally back, us, the sixth grade. We are finally back from a week-long trip or a six-day trip in the famous Yosemite National Park, which was awesome, super fun. And we took the entire class up there. We went, We camped out in cabins. We had a separate cabin for the boys, separate cabin for the girls, and we had a great time. We went on all sorts of hikes. We did a lot of different activities. We went swimming in sort of in a river in the freezing cold, which I'll let them. I didn't actually go, which is another story. Couldn't handle it. But they did. And they did an amazing job. It was such a rich experience for everybody. And finally, we wanted to record last week. We were too tired. We got back. Didn't have time. Now is the reflection on this trip. And it's a really important trip because I think a lot of the students come into their own. They mature tremendously in a very short period of time. They're without their parents. They're just surrounded with classmates, with a few teachers. And all in all, it was just a blast. So I've actually invited four of my students for the boys. Now I was in the in the boys cabin with the boys. So we're kind of having an all boys episode today and I've invited four students. So we're going to kind of go two by two. The first two that are going to talk are Andrew and Enrique. And again, we're going with pseudonyms, not real names, Andrew and Enrique. So I'm going to start it off with Enrique. So Enrique, tell us about just get just Tell us about the trip in your own words, and we'll start jumping from topic to topic eventually. But just talk about Yosemite generally. Yosemite is an awesome place to be because wherever you look, you see wonderful things. Um, I always got to see deer. They kept on running by our cabins. And then... uh, I, we, our classmates saw a waterfall, Yosemite Falls, and we saw the Half Dome and El Capitan, and it's just a beautiful place. And when you just lay back and look up at a tree, you can just see leaves falling because we were in the fall season when we were there. And the leaves just fell all over us, and it was awesome to be there. I remember that was really cool. We were all lying down at one point, so we had just gone through a meadow walk, and then we had about 30 minutes. And then me and Rike, a couple other students, just started lying on our back. And, I, man, I haven't done that for a long time. It was cool. We just watched the leaves fall down, and we're trying to see if any of them, we could catch them in the spot that we were at. Just a random thing, but, but super fun. Uh, let me turn it over to, to Andrew. Now, Andrew, this is really cool because... This is actually his first time on the podcast, so I'm excited about that. So let me turn it over to Andrew. So Andrew, just give us your general thoughts. So, so you know, talk about Yosemite and your impressions. Well, um, it was just a great time to bond with my classmates and to do all sorts of stuff that I've never done before, like do the polar bear challenge. 
What, what was the polar bear, bear challenge? Uh, we had to put our an- uh, up to our ankles and up to our wrists and also the crown of our head in freezing cold water for three minutes. And it was very painful, but I did it anyways. That was really fun, even though it hurt. Um, I also liked, the, uh, there was just so much trees and nature everywhere. And there's so much to appreciate there. Talk about the meals. What about, because I thought we had really good food, and then we also learned a lot every night at dinner. So talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah. It was really good, and we also had a couple of laughs because one of my other friends, he attempted no food waste and tried to drink a bowl of hot sauce. <laughs> that didn't go very well. Talk about what, what, what is no food waste? What is that? Talk about that. So, um, for no food waste, um, if we got no food waste, uh, we could sign the food waste bucket. And, and tell us, why were um, they, why did we even have the food waste bucket? Why did they talk to us about it? Because they wanted us to be aware of how much food people are wasting. And what, and what was that statistic? Um, people waste 40% of their food, and we just, we need to lower that to 0%. We have to eat all of our food. And then now tell us about, so what were, what were we trying to do every day as a result, and, and were we successful? What happened? Um, yeah, we were successful. The first three meals, we were with these other people from another school, and um, that was difficult because they wasted a lot of food. But after they left, we got zero food waste for the rest of the time. That was pretty exciting. And that's, it's really cool. It's, it's one of those things where you don't think about it so much, but I, I think that was, it was just great to have that be brought to our consciousness. And I think it's something that hopefully you guys have all carried forward. I still think about it now too. And they made a distinction between, it's not about just trying to shovel as much food down as possible. It's about the choices you make when you're going to purchase food or buy food or prepare food and try and do it conscientiously so that you're not, you're not making so much that there's going to be waste or things that, that go uneaten and thrown away. And the idea is to think about it ahead of time. Okay, Enrique, I'm going to switch it back to you. So tell us about some other things. I know we did, we did some really cool nature hikes. If you had to think, and we, we had some, some wrestling that was really fun. If you had to look at, which, which we had mats, and it was all, uh, it was refereed, and it was really fun, actually. So tell us, if you think back on all the activities that we did, what were the ones that sit out, stand out in your mind? Um, yeah, like you said, wrestling. That was really fun. So we brought mats from our cabins, lay them down, And the person who brought mats, the people who brought mats get to go first. And it was me, Andrew, Stephen, and um. Well, we'll say we'll say another another. It's another pseudonym, but it's okay because we're not gonna say their name anyways. Yeah. So yeah, we brought mats and we started to wrestle. And if it went out, if you got off the mat, then you'll pause game and go back in the center. And it was really fun doing that. And the nature hikes were beautiful. 
because we got to go through a giant tree called Dead Fred, and that was awesome because it rained so much in Yosemite. So at the end of Dead Fred was a giant puddle, and me and Andrew and I were trying to parkour out of the puddle without getting wet. Andrew did that, I think, once or twice, and I only did that once because my knees got a little wet. And uh, then it's just, it's beautiful to go in nature in early morning and get back at late afternoon and just think of what we did the whole day. And at the end, we write about it. It's just a wonderful time. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you guys journaled every day. They're now writing a blog, which is going to be really cool, really exciting. So I'm going to switch it back to Andrew because he wants to jump in. So we're going to we're gonna switch it over to Andrew. And then after that, we're going to do a little switch. And we are going to bring in two other students. So here, Andrew, go for it. Um, another thing that I really enjoyed was free time. We made our own huge forts, and we got to... At nighttime, we got to stargaze and tell scary stories, play cards. That was really fun. Even though we didn't finish one of the structures, um, it was just really fun to make and bond with some of my friends. But tell us about the fort, because that, that was actually a pretty big deal. They had created something that it was really impressive, what, what you guys created. And tell us about how you did it. You guys had a pretty... Relatively sophisticated operation, and by, by the end of it, it was actually a usable structure that you guys were able to, you had lighting, and you were, you were playing cards, you had a little table, so talk about all the details. Well, I had a couple friends, including Henrique, to help me on the big fort, and for the little fort, um, we made kind of a teepee sort of thing, but then we made it um, completely surrounded, but then there were little cracks. So we um, put bark up against the side so it was completely closed in. And it was big enough to have about three people lying down, but about seven people sitting straight up um, while we played cards. We did that once. It was pretty fun. And it took about two hours to make the small one, and we never really committed to finishing the big one. It was really fun, and I think throughout that, you kind of you guys all worked together in a team, and it wasn't just a group of friends that always hangs out. That's what I noticed. It seemed to be a mix of kids that all just seemed to be excited by that prospect of building a structure, and I think you guys all came away with some different connections and, and new friends. I mean, tell me if I'm right. Is, is, would, you say that's, would you say that's accurate? Yeah. That was really cool. All right, now we are going to switch it up, and we are going to bring in two. Now we got our two new students, and we got Larry and Thompson. So they were also in the boys' cabin. We had a great time. So first, I'm going to switch, take it over to Larry because Larry had a interesting time. It wasn't always easy, and and I'm going to let him talk about why. But I think the way he handled it ended up being incredible. And I also think that going through something as tough as he did while away from his family, away from his home, away from the people that would normally take care of him, it was tough. But I think that, man, that had to be a really enriching experience when you look back on it, even though it wasn't the most fun at the time. So, Larry, take it away. What happened that – what am I referring to? 
Um, well, like the third night, I think, I just got, came down with a really, really, really bad cold, and I got really sick, and it was just really terrible. Um, I don't know, it was just, I couldn't, it was just really hard to handle, and I, it was just, that night was, like, really horrendous, and, like, we took, like, Airborne, and, like, that stuff is really good, and it helped me a lot, but... Other than that, I was just really sick. And what what were you feeling? Describe it. Uh, just basically everything was hurting. Like I had a really bad my my I had a sore throat. Like my nose was stuffy. I had a headache. My legs hurt so much that day. I remember. Um, it was just so hard. It was just. Now the tough thing was for Larry too. We didn't realize. And I don't think you realized that you were sick. You thought you were tired during the day, right? When we were going, we were going. We had, we went on a long hike that day, and I believe I was carrying your backpack for certain pieces of it because you were just. T- I was like, oh, he's tired, and that's happened. So we were kind of trying to help you out, and then it was when you got back, you figured out, oh my God, it's not that I'm tired. You were actually sick, and you had you had a hard time sleeping. What did you tell yourself? throughout to to basically to make it through. I mean, I know you were it was you didn't feel great, but you made it through pretty impressively. What were some of the things you were telling yourself to kind of keep your keep yourself going? Well, just like I know I'll be home soon, just like I know nothing like terrible. I know I can't like get seriously hurt. I know like my teachers are there for me. I'm just thinking I know I'll be home soon, and I just know I'll get through this. That's what I was thinking. And you even, the next day, you came out when you didn't have to, but you came out on the next hike. Why, you, you were already starting to feel better. Why, what was the reason for that? Why did you decide, hey, I, even though I kind of had a rough night, I still want to go out and participate? Well, I didn't really go on the hike. Me and uh, another student in the class uh, was injured, and I stayed back with him because I was sick. But we ended up going to, like... Like, it was 70 Hotel and, like, the tram. And we played cards with, like, another one of our teachers. And we... So, it was really fun doing that. But, yeah. That was Monopoly Deal. And I yeah. played that as well. That was super fun. Okay, now I'm going to turn it over to Thompson. And we're going to have Thompson talk about his experience. And just, Thompson, tell us, what were, what's the most memorable thing or some of the most memorable things for you as far as the experience and the trip? Well, one of them was <clears throat> the spider caves because when I was going through those, all my friends were helping me and guiding me because we could ba- basically barely see anything. Yeah, and just, so describe it a little bit for people who are unfamiliar with the spider caves. Well, like, it's just a bunch of rocks in, like, a pile, but it kind of paved out to be a little pathway. And I'd say it's about, like, 50 feet long it's not that long and then like um and basically and you could in these rocks they're they're boulders like they're huge right yeah. so we had these these huge rocks and the goal was we led each other through almost in a train right there was all yeah. of us pretty much went in and how did we help each other at least the people behind us what were we doing because we're, we're basically it's pitch black how do we help each other navigate through that well, we took each other, like, what I did was I took the person from his, like, foot and guided where it should go, and then they went there, and they kind of figured out a path of rocks, and I was just telling them, oh, there's a sharp rock to your right, or, like, 
there's a rock you can sit on right here while you're waiting for the people in front of you. So, like, I was helping. What was the exercise that we did before that to warm us up, to give it, to get us in tune with how to give instructions? Um, we did, like, a... Do you remember now we chose... Now, I'm just going to refresh your memory. We put a blindfold on her. Oh, yeah. Okay, so describe so that. Then, so, basically, we chose one of our students, and we put a blindfold on her, and we chose another one of, our, of my friends, and he was just... It's actually, it was Larry. It was... Yeah, it was Larry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he was, like... Taking all the information he could from us, but we couldn't talk. Or, yeah, we couldn't talk. All we could do is use, like, hand signals. We couldn't mouth any words. And we had to tell him where she has to go to find our counselor, instructor, whatever. It was, it was like a water Exactly, yeah. the water, water bottle. bottle. And it was so cool because it was, that was an exercise in trying to give somebody directions when they can't see what's going on, just like the spider caves, and how good are we at that, and, and what are the difficulties, and so on. And I think that was a great run-up because then we got to apply that, that information and that knowledge in the spider caves. Okay, guys. Unfortunately, I, I think we have even more that we could talk about, and maybe we'll do one more episode next week or the week after on Yosemite, but unfortunately, we got to wrap up. I hear the kids coming in. Kuyam is about to start, and so we have got to close out, but thank you guys so much for joining. If you want to check out the show notes, go to www.scalarlearning.com. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email me at huzefa at scalarlearning.com. Thank you guys so much for joining. I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy.